From Washington, this is Talking Tax. I'm David Schultz. There are a lot of accounting firms out there that aren't as big as the big four, but are still pretty significant in size. However, there aren't as many as there used to be because mid-sized accounting firms have been merging with each other at an increased pace in recent years. One of those mergers was the combinations of the firms CBiz and Marks Paneth. Abe Schlisselfeld had a front row seat to all of this because he was Marks Paneth's managing director. Now he's a senior managing director at the newly christened combined firm CBiz Marks Paneth. Schlisselfeld spoke with Bloomberg tax reporter Jeff Leon about the grueling journey to combine the two companies and about how at the start of last year, a merger wasn't even on his radar. Quite frankly, we weren't looking to um, do uh, something like this, although as we sit here in um, August of 22, that seems to be like the thing to do. Um, But back in May of 21, um, it really wasn't um, top of mind. That being said, uh, one of the things that we always were thinking strategically about was um, the need for capital, the need for investment and talent and technology. And when you start, you know, calculating what's needed for each of these items, um, it's something that as large as you are as a regional firm and as a top 40 firm, it's it's just hard to make those dollars go uh, as, as long as they can go with a with a top 10 firm and a national firm. What was the merger process like? Well, um, uh, what I would say is uh, it, it literally consumed our lives for you know quite a few months. I guess it was May of twenty one, May of twenty two, um, that I you know told my wife it's the one year anniversary of when this was introduced to us, and she goes, "Wow, it feels more like three years." Um, so it was it was it was quite a bit of uh, of work, and um, there were not just hundreds but thousands of hours of discussions, and just make sure that we would fit well culturally. And I, I know that's a word that everyone uses, you know, very loosely. Um, but I will tell you that you know, as we sit here, you know, seven eight months later, there isn't a a, a, a time that goes by that um, members of our Marx Panda team meet the CBIS. Uh, folks from around the country. And the word that I keep on hearing back is that just like us. What were some of the challenges faced during the firm's transition? You know, you talk about challenges. So, you know, we're largely for the first six months, there were, you know, very few changes. Um, But, you know, we're starting to now integrate into their um, platforms, their technologies, their processes. Um, But all these things are ultimately going to bring us to a, a place where we can um, be able to mesh a lot more into the uh, into the into the CBiz environment, bring us a lot more opportunities, um, give us a lot more insight into um, the way we operate our business, and a, a lot of the reasons why we did this was to be able to be part of a national firm to benefit from the depth and breadth of expertise that they have, um, and you know a, a little bit of a, a little bit of change brings us uh, a lot of benefits. What were some of the key takeaways from the merger? I, I can literally go on forever about the the, the benefits uh, for the merger and you spoke about key takeaways. Um, but if I had to if, if I had to pick one key takeaway, um, and I literally have it written here, I was just downstairs before um, we have going on our one of our training centers here, um, some training, and it's training, training, training. The national training um, that's afforded to us now is just off the charts. And uh, each of the individuals that come back from the trainings, the, the, the remarks that we get from them and the feedback is, is 
similar to what I said before, you know, we were maybe on the fence, um, but after we go to the training, we realize A, they're just like us, and B, there's some really great opportunities for us to learn from what they have to offer. Since the onset of the pandemic, there's been a lot of talk about the great resignation and the shuffling of talent to new and better paying opportunities. How is your firm working to retain and gain new talent during this time? So how do you address the great resignation? Um, I mean, today is Taco Tuesday. Is that is that going to retain staff? I mean, you know, I don't know. You know, I don't know what their answer is. Um, but, a, a, you know, as we continue to, to um, afford more opportunities for our staff to be able to grow professionally, work on work on good clients, um, give them training, um, have camaraderie with their colleagues. Uh, there's just, you know, so many different aspects of 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 telling them what's good for them and 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 not just telling them but showing them the the great resignation is something that obviously we've we've had to face um uh, that being said most of us that are here and when i have honest discussions with a lot of our staff it's about the great future that that they have and and quite frankly even the present that they have um, on a more shorter term basis um about being able to grow in their career service their clients um, feel good about themselves, feel good about what they do every day. Um, th- those are the things that uh, are, are really meaningful, impactful um, for everyone's careers. Additionally, during the, um, the pandemic, what have you been seeing from your clients and how's the pandemic affected them? You know, as with many other accounting firms and advisory firms, you know, on the onset of the pand- pandemic, obviously everyone thought the rug was being pulled out from under them and everyone thought the uh, the only debate was, is it going to take two years or five years for the economy to recover? Um, you know, as we sit here, you know, we all know, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. For For many of our clients due to a variety of, of reasons, whether it was just they happened to be in a business that was selling, you know, things that were, you know, uh, crucial for the pandemic or whether because of the, some of the federal funding that they received, um, most of our clients, um, not just weather, but, you know, did, did okay or pretty well um, during the pandemic. Um, so the, the pandemic itself wasn't um, necessarily a catalyst for um, reassessing our client base or what issues they had. Um, there was, there was um, definitely a, a seismic shift in how we approached our clients and serviced our clients and making sure that the, the various programs, whether it was PPP, ERC, SVGOA, and there's probably a variety of other programs that I'm just not thinking of right now, um, that we were on top of uh, making sure our clients made use of. Um, but, uh, you know, as we fast forward now, two years later, it's, it's, it's just a shifting environment and inflation and, you know, the ultimate, you know, possible, you know, um, slow, slow or recession or slower sh- recession, um, just being in front of your clients. Um, we, we really haven't, um, completely changed, um, our client base. That being said, it's, it's given us, um, more of a recognition that we need to be in constant contact with our clients, which we've done a great job, um, and just ensuring that uh, our clients know that we're there for them, we're thinking about them, we're working with them to ensure that uh, they can get um, the maximum um, financial either assistance from 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 the government or um, just maximizing the ways the ways that they can do business. What tips do you have for mid-sized firms exploring ongoing big transitions such as mergers? So, so I'm not exactly known as one of the the experts in that in that area, and I'm not looking to give uh, uh, 
plugs to anyone here, but everyone just lis that's listening to this knows that there are some experts in that area. Um, that being said, as being someone that's gone through this, um, firstly, feel free to call me um, and uh, I'd be happy to walk everyone through the um, uh, through the maze or the corn maze, as they like to say. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, uh, everyone has to assess um, what's best um, for the for the future of their staff and the clients. There's, we're, we're in an environment now where uh, you could be a firm, small, medium, large, or larger, and you're still talking to larger firms than you uh, about doing mergers. Just so many areas where you need to look at your um, current operations and see if uh, geographical expansion. I mean, so, so many areas where um, there are opportunities to be able to leverage onto um, uh, 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 someone else and, and, and others to be able to provide a lot more for your staff and your clients. That was Abe Schlisselfeld with the accounting firm CBiz, Marks Panath, speaking with Jeff Leon. You can find up-to-the-minute news on the latest tax and accounting developments at our website, news.bloombergtax.com. That website, once again, is news.bloombergtax.com. Today's Talk of Tax is produced by myself, David Schultz, Patrick Ambrosio, and Jeff Harrington, our editors. Our executive producer is Josh Block. We'll be off next week, but we'll be back in two weeks. Until then, from Washington, I'm David Schultz. Thanks for listening. In a global tax landscape that changes by the day, it's what you don't know that can leave you exposed. At Bloomberg Tax, we provide market-leading intelligence and practical applications to help tax professionals work smarter, faster, and more accurately. Our solutions provide the insights you need for game-changing outcomes. To revolutionize your performance in real time, the difference is Bloomberg Tax. Learn more at pro.bloombergtax.com.